0: What it is? What is up? What is good, gamers? This is Show Seventy-One, AKA Digga Doolamite.
1: Purple bling, bling, yo!
0: And your auditor canals are tuned into episode two twenty-three of the Gaming Vessels podcast. <laughs> course i'm not in the digital studio alone along with me got my partners in crime first on deck we got dez aka the bay area terror aka the high res lover that's me aka the cat daddy aka that gamer step daddy how's it going man
2: hey not bad not bad at all just uh wanted to say happy uh spooktober everybody it's uh we're recording this on the first day of october Meaning, uh, the ghouls and ghosts and all that stuff is, is coming. Ooh. <laughs> let's hope we get some good video games this year or this month.
0: Or it could mean, uh, could mean black people are coming because "spook" is a very old yeah. southern racial yeah. slur.
2: <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. We're taking it back. We're taking it back. <laughs>
0: okay. And of course, our show is a no go without Trader Joe, aka Jabroni Chief.
1: Ooh!
0: Halloween. (laughs) But you
1: might.
0: Scary. I know. A a sick werewolf, huh?
1: (laughs) 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 But you might also.
0: (laughs) But you might also know him as the Food Max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar. How be it?
1: It's okay. It is good. I tried to maximize my dollar earlier today, but I got denied. I got denied. So What happened? Oh nothing. I went to go to Best Buy because I saw on the cheap ass gamer thread that you could uh basically order any in, out of stock game. Um ask you supposed to tell it. I want to order at the um POS, the point of sale. I could order the Clarence games at the Clarence store price uh, at the register, and I basically got the same woman it, throughout my years at Best Buy. It's always gave me the stink eye. So you know, as soon as, as soon as I asked her, I knew she was going to say, "No, we don't order order on the POS. You do that yourself on the website." It's like, no, I don't want the website price. I want the in store price back. So. She denied. She knew. I you. got denied okay. as soon as I saw her. It's like, oh shit! I don't want you helping me. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I, I think at one point this this cashier, um, I was using because at the time Best Buy had coupons in their um, Gamer magazine. If you remember their uh, magazine oh, yeah. that they used to have. Oh yeah, I do. And like literally, she said, "Like this is the same cashier that asked me at one point." Uh, uh how'd you get these coupons it's like she was basically insinuating i stole the coupons out of the magazine in the back in the game section and was going to use them in store and it was like yep. uh yep and i'm like uh, i love it she saw you yeah. you saw, saw her and it was immediately <laughs> on like donkey kong <laughs> yeah, and I, th- I thought again it's like okay um I'm your a- retail George. nemesis Am yeah. I going to get back in line and try to get another cashier? I said, nah, I'm good. I'm I would have. I would have <laughs> would've
2: avoided her like the plague. Nope. No, thank I mean, you. I mean,
1: I could have drive to Columbus, too, but I, it's like, drive, drive to Columbus to get some decent customer service? I don't know about <laughs> that. So I'm just saying, you know, she she literally, like, saw you and knew you was up to some, something
2: foul. She was like, oh, this guy nah. again. I gave her the
1: skew of the game that was on clearance. I said, "Oh no, you could you could order that yourself online." I was like, okay. Damn. <laughs> Shut like, down. <laughs> damn. And I said, "Damn." Oh well, you know, you got you got to tell the, you were trying the, to
0: get the uh, the in store price on
1: it. Ah, uh, I did not say a word on I it. You should so. have told her that. Maybe she yeah. would have understood. Yeah, that's maybe my fault, but uh, you know, see, vie. you know, I I did some quiet reflection afterwards and it's like okay these games I'm trying to get guess what I already have access to Dead Cells I got a physical copy of that I just want the Castlevania DLC and I have access to Quake on Game Pass and the other game I was trying to grab was Chia a game that just came out uh, but that's on PlayStation Plus so it's like okay don't really need it Chia 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 so like the song
2: goes, say la vi,
1: say la vi, say la vie, say la, la, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> la chi, goes. right, say la chi, chi. Sorry,
2: Joe. <laughs> Shut down. Oh, oh, maybe I'll
1: maybe I'll have to go to uh, the Clovis location at some point. So. But I, I am I am reasoning with myself and calling it a day with yeah. my cl- Clarence shenanigans. So That's mm-hmm. probably for the best,
2: my friend. It's probably
1: you got for
0: it. the best. It's a shame you gotta go all the way across town to, yeah, to yeah. feel comfortable with the staff.
1: Yeah. I mean I could I could wait to talk <laughs> to the manager. You know, I I could use this valuable time actually playing games, you know. That might be You really uh, could. Yeah, I could. You really could. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yikes,
0: okay, well, all right, well, those best buy misadventures have been stated, which I think all three of us have experienced at one time or another. I know I have <laughs> so yeah, so that's it. uh we're gonna move on to what is always our first topic on the docket, and that is the playlist. All right, Dez, why don't you kick things off? What have you been playing, man?
2: Nah, the only thing I've been playing this week, aside from uh, working on getting some projects taken care of, is uh, Fae Farm. Fae Farm seems to be the the game that is just really... I don't know. I just... I I put it on, and it just... I just kind of zone out. It really has become my sort of zone-out game, and I like it. Like, I just... Lay in bed with my Switch and I do a little harvesting, do a little, you know, fighting, and it's not bad. It really is not bad. So it's just, it's just been really kind of fun. So um, I don't know. It's just, it's just a fun little game. I can't really explain it. Uh, It doesn't really ask that much of you. It's not the world, the game world isn't that big, and you can really just kind of go and do your stuff and and the the loop in it is really kind of is really kind of good. Um I'm hoping but that's just really the game that I that I really been been playing the most. Um I haven't really started building anything yet and that's may that's well I've built stuff, but uh, the game kind of starts you off pretty slow, which is actually pretty good because you don't have to um run around like crazy trying to do stuff because you have a limited uh time frame because you know you you only have a certain amount of time before the day ends and you try to get everything done before the day ends and then you uh you go to sleep and then your all the stuff that you've done has been tallied for that day so so at this point i'm just kind of still not really learning but still um getting new uh, recipes and new uh, 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 gathering uh, materials and gathering items and stuff like that. So I do think the game has a <clears throat> has a little bit of legs to it. Uh, you meet so many people. There's so many NPCs in the game um, that you can build friendships with and stuff. So it's got a little bit of meat to it, and I'm and I'm really liking it because it's just this very chill game, um, and I can just you know hang out. And um, it is multiplayer, so if any of you listeners have a Switch and want to play together, we definitely can. One thing to note is, uh, if I remember correctly, your multiplayer character is separate from your other character. So if you start with someone else, it's you and that person in that world uh, doing stuff. And then you have your separate one doing your own thing. So. So, just note that if you start with someone else, it's a separate world from your own and and the the everything is progressed simultaneously um so you can't carry your 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 um stuff over to your solo game um that way, no one's like ahead of anybody else so uh but it's it again it's been fun um I didn't think it would be uh, as good as it is, but it has been really kind of fun um hopefully uh this project that i'm working on uh uh, will be done this week so then i'll be able to open up and be able to play a little bit more uh, a few more games um so uh next time we talk i should have a few more games in my playlist fingers crossed so having said that i'm gonna kick it over to kev buddy what's what's on your playlist
0: Well, it's a little bit more than last time. Uh, I actually have a one game that has been on my playlist, and uh, I jumped back into Starfield. Whoa! uh, Yeah, I know, I know. I jumped back into Starfield. um, I took a, I took a, a, I tried to take a fresh outlook. I didn't restart the game, but. I just because I, I wasn't that far to begin with, but I wanted to take a, fr- a a fresh look at it and just try to explore as much as I could reasonably see because the, the whole game is not open has not opened up to me as of yet. But I've one thing that I've come I I have come to find out is that it is. It is a pretty in-depth adventure game. Um, And the reason I say it's in-depth is because I've been to about three, four different planets and one orbital space station. And I have been looking high and low for the fun. Wow. And I can't find it. Well, there you go. I, I know it is the... I know a lot of people have been saying how great it is. I know some other people have been saying how trash it is. I fall somewhere in the middle. I think for the right person, for the right type of gamer, I think this is probably probably the neatest thing since sliced bread. But for me, who isn't necessarily a Bethesda person to begin with, I just... It, there were the the gaming elements the the elements uh that the game has built itself upon just just do not gel the number one the the first person combat it's not bad it's just doesn't it it just does not feel weighty um, there's no difference between a hand pistol and a shotgun. There's no, nothing really has an impact. I shoot a guy with a shotgun and he may stumble a little bit at close range. I shoot the same type of enemy with a hand pistol at close range and he does the same stumble. There's, it, it's weird. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's very. The emphasis on the gameplay mechanics don't seem to be where the lion's share of the time and development was spent. I would probably say that the most of the most of the effort was put into the story, but the story itself—granted, I'm not that far. I haven't run into a single character that I give a damn about. It, it, I'd. Including the character I'm playing as. The main character, just the the speech options, the the, the talking options that he gets, at least in the conversations that I've had. Now, granted, I know there's a ton of people I haven't talked to. There's a ton of planets I haven't gone to. There is... I haven't even really scratched the main storyline and I, my hope was to try to mainline the primary story and just get through it. So I could, you know, try to experience the game that way. But man, it, every, like the chick that I, that I have with me from the, uh, uh, what is it? The constellation crew crew. From the what is that organization? There for either the constellation. Yeah, the Con- constellation. You're right. Yeah, the constellation. She has nothing but wo- lame one-liners every time I pick up something, and it doesn't matter if it's something useful or something throwaway, like you know, a notebook or a coffee mug. She says the same two or three one-liners all the time. The conversations I, I that I've had with her. She just, she sounds like, she sounds like, like Siri with a British accent. And there's no, inf- no real emotional inflection that I'm getting out of it, out of her. It's just, it, it it almost sounds, when I play Starfield, it's almost like I'm, I'm doing a chore. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I, it's like, I, I think for the right type of person, this game is probably a lot of fun. I am not that person. Another thing I did not like, I do not like is the space combat. The space combat feels sluggish and slow and really also unimpactful. I I just don't, there's just no, there's no there there. If that makes any sense, there's no excitement. Um, i you. You're moving through, sp- through space at a snail's pace when you're using your, you know, for lack of a better word, your impulse drives, and you're fighting other ships that are moving at a snail's pace. <laughs> you know, mm. it's like I'm. I'm like, yo, this so is fun, huh? this is like, ah. Uh, I I I don't I I, I don't I don't I try to see the fun my gaming time is limited I don't have the time to waste 25 30 hours into the game before it quote unquote gets good which is a common thing that I've heard a lot of people say online on YouTube I don't have that kind of time I don't uh so I i I'm, I wound up. I'm I'm I haven't done it yet, but I'm going probably sometime uh maybe this maybe this afternoon I'm gonna down I'm going to delete it from my system and uh be done with it and maybe take another look and see what's what else is on Game Pass. I have it through November, sometime like mid November. They didn't have the one month things available so I wound up getting the three month so I have this from roughly around mid-November so I'll poke around and see what else is on Game Pass see if there's anything there else that that might grab my attention but uh, I was kind of kind of very disappointed in Starfield but I do understand that it is a type of game that is probably going to be a lot of fun to the right person but for those for the, like I, I think maybe for those I, I would say that it would be for, for those who really like like would like something like No Man's Sky but all the people that have played now I have not played No Man's Sky uh, it didn't interest me but the people who love No Man's Sky say that no, that's not the right person who's, because they don't like Starfield. Uh, the people that really love Bethesda games in particular are loving the game. So maybe I think that's probably the, the group that if you find yourself in that in that classification that you really dig Bethesda's work and you like the way they do things that you will you will really like starfield people are saying that it's a bethesda ass bethesda game Mm -hmm. and i i i can i can kind of sort of see it not having a whole lot of experience with bethesda games in the past i think the last bethesda game i played was fallout 3 enjoyed it uh but did had no desire to move on to Fallout 4 or play any of the other games that they offered and and you know I I guess this is the same thing this is what this is also what uh, what Starfield what Starfield is so um uh, my ending review is I didn't care for it but your mileage may vary I'm not going to say it's a bad game um i'm just going to say it's a meh game for me um so so yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's your there's your your review you know kev Uh, since hmm. you do have the games pass you know there is that uh, one dinosaur game exo primal that's on the service i don't
0: know i I played i played (laughs) exo primal in the in the uh, Hmm. i played
1: the the beta. beta Yeah, we played and the that game. Together. Now that
0: game is trash. I'm not no. I, I haven't
1: downloaded. I was just waiting for for a buddy of mine to like you know, uh, download it. And- <laughs> <coughs> uh, I, 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 okay. I'll I'll
0: I, I will put this offer out to you, Sergio. Uh, I will play Exo Primal with you. In exchange for and and have that. Will you will you have that be in exchange for the stake bet? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! If you, if, I will play Exo Primal with you in exchange for for the for the stake bet. It, uh, how about that? Whoa!
1: Nah. nah
0: <laughs> now you know how much I dislike
1: Exo Primal. Damn! Damn! <laughs> wow. Geez. Well, I'm looking on the service. Maybe Atomic Heart might be good for you. You know, maybe get some extract some value. I don't know if you're interested in that bad boy or not. So.
0: I have Damn. heard of I have heard of, <laughs> I have heard of Atomic Heart. Uh, maybe yeah, I'll
1: I'll I'll poke around and,
0: and see what else is there. But yeah, if you see something
1: they- multiplayer wise and now Everspace 2 is on there too as well, so.
2: Yeah, I was I was to keep about playing that one.
1: Uh, uh, PS- I thought
0: that was. Pretty good. I I did I wasn't. Isn't that game not coming out till like mid October? I thought or is that like an early release thing
1: or? The physical is not coming out until mid October. In fact, my copy from Target's already been mailed, but uh, the digital version is available on PSN as well as uh, on Xbox, okay. uh, the Xbox store. So. All right, I'm I
0: may check because I was curious about that game. I did like the space combat that I. Um, the other, the other, than that, the, that's the only game that I played. But for viewing, I checked out this this anime that has really captured my attention, and it is called uh, "Reincarnated Jobless in Another World." It is another isekai. But it is an isekai that hits really hard on, uh like, the emotional stresses that one, that you would think one would go through being put in that situation. I mean, this, this, this anime has more emotional triggers than, uh, uh, Art ReZero, if you've ever seen that one, that was probably one of the first isekai anime series that I ever saw. And that one touched on a whole bunch of stuff like. Um, but this one, because the, the main characters uh, prior life on Earth was so terrible and it was terrible because of his own actions In combination with the way he was treated by other people, that he brings all that emotional baggage with him when he's reincarnated as a baby. He gets literally reborn. He is a uh, like an S tier mage um, in this in this world, kind of like the rules of magic are that you have to do the recitals or draw magic circles. Uh, he can he can cast the most powerful spells without having to do either of those, um, and he, he does not. He is he's all that I think he yeah he's considered a, a top tier water mage, but he also can do fire and fire earth and a couple other different magics that are at the same like retarded crazy level and at the point where i am in the series he is 13 <laughs> the, mm. the, i i think the what i like about the show is because he's been re- reincarnated into what would be like a uh, medieval kind of um what would you call it um
2: sword and fantasy type yeah, setting.
0: sword and fantasy type setting obviously i mean it's not it's not one of those like, he brings his tech smarts, you know, his knowledge of technology and into this world, but it has no bearing on what he uh, – it, it does not aid him at all. Mm. His knowledge of tech from the prior world, that is kind of like the common, uh, you know, Diet Pepsi, Diet Coke thing that all the isekais do lately is that, oh, because I was really good at this – Back in my old world, it it has made me just this this rock star in this in this new one. No, it's not like that. He, if anything, the way he thinks things should go it, in the old world is kind of like the opposite. Um, it's also a little bit of Game of Thrones. It's like the they really dig deep into the political situations for the family, not only for the family he's born into, but the family that he winds up having to work for. They're kind of like from the same family, but they're, he was born into like the side branch that has kind of sort of been exiled from the main branch. So there's a little bit of Game of thrones stuff thrown in there. Really good very very high quality animations high quality well choreographed fight scenes um it does this is the type of anime that would probably never be shown in america and like through an american theater because it it has uh like kids doing not so kid things uh and i'll just leave it at that i mean it's not it's not quote unquote bad but I could I could see like if they tried to show it it's definitely Japanese uh, uh, the sensitivities for that type of stuff uh, over there probably wouldn't fly here that's probably why it's on Crunchy roll because it definitely this show does seem to have the production value of a theatrical release for anime and an anime theatrical release it definitely does have uh seems to have those production values but it's really good uh it's really good um so yeah so i would highly recommend that but like other than that that is all that i have been up to so i'm going to pass the mic on to jabroni chief what you been up to man?
1: Uh, as far as games, uh, just been doing the usual stuff. Was gonna play Sea of Stars I think yesterday, and I just uh, was super busy yesterday. I wound up like going out, out, out on the town a bit, celebrating my friend Dom's birthday. So, so pretty much uh, of all I've been playing this past week is both Division One and Division Two yet again. So, uh, Division One I, um, I got up, like to pass level 30 and and went past the level cap on there and so the kind of game really opens up after you pass the level cap there because you start picking up like uh, gear that's uh basically way easier on there and i could obviously move my world tier up if need be if i want to bump up the difficulty at at night and uh it's kind of cool uh just i see like kind of the end game where when i the game the first time on playstation i didn't really see got to see all that stuff because the game itself i mean it's all the prior content that they added way you know years and years beyond when i stopped playing it on there i kind of see uh from playing that there so Also, on uh, game night on Thursday, we wound up, uh, John BT joined us, and so I fired up Division 2, which, you know, last time I played that was when I played (laughs) Division 2 with him on game night, but uh, um, got to play that a little bit more with him. I played a little bit more of that, like, subsequently, like, the rest of Thursday and and sometime on Friday. On there, I kind of want to try to get up to what level he's at right now. To be able to be equal, even though there's like uh, some level balancing that occurs on there. So, so it's just really cool to see like a series, you know, side by side, playing two separate games in the series at the same time concurrently. So, kind of see the evolution. Uh, I think there's some things that Division One does better than Division Two, and uh, but you know, uh, I'll probably be getting on to some other games uh, this upcoming week probably have more to talk about hey uh, maybe i should come up with the rear and talk about starfield a little bit and fire that bad boy up you know so or you know play some exo primal because i'm stoked so uh,
0: bless your heart bless your heart
1: i i should ask you whether you're <laughs> willing to rescind your uh the steak bed if you're willing to play like 15 hours of grounded with me <laughs> yikes uh yeah mm. No, no, I'm good. I, I, I'll, I'll collect the stick. It's be a good. I, good know, time, have the head by all. So. I'm not. I'm.
0: I'm not a masochist. No. <laughs> so I would. Have, I would. I, have would have, I wouldn't
1: have. Asked that that. <laughs> I would that But as soon as I was looking through the list on Games Pass, I saw Ground is like, hmm. Uh, that that in for a penny, in for a pound, I guess. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Only if we live stream it on on like you know Twitch or something. Oh so. man. Oh gosh. Yeah, don't do that. I know, I know. Hell, who knows? You know, Grandad might be actually be you know with the 1.0 update. You know. Yeah, listeners, let us know if Grounded's on your rotation. Just let us know. If...
2: And Joe will we'll play it with you. <laughs> yeah.
1: I played it with you when you wanted me to play with you, Des. So yeah, wanted to try it out,
2: you know, when it was an early access, and I'm good. I, I got my fill.
1: You got your fill. You know, another Game Pass game that got an update uh, recently was State of the K2. I know that uh, they were talking about the more recent update. So never know. You never, never know. Cool. That's all for me. I'm might jump into because i know before tonight that uh foam stars is still on the open beta this weekend so so i don't want to miss out so i think it ends Mm -hmm. like i think it's i think it's actually done as of tomorrow so i think that's the game that's uh, that's
2: gonna 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 steal you away huh foam stars huh yeah (laughs) Yeah, after, we from, get, after, uh, after, we, after
1: we get after after we get done recording the show, I, I'll expect you a fifteen minute break, and then we'll. we'll have I played it once. I pack, yes, and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You want to be part of the Foam Stars party? No, thank you. Oh man, sorry. Man, I'm just, I'm getting all these these uh, L's all everywhere. <laughs> primal. No. Grounded, no Foam Stars, no Oh well. Uh, I go cry in my pillow. Yeah, I need to
2: help a brother out, listeners. He needs it. He needs that multiplayer
1: goodness. (laughs) Break his addiction to uh, Division. uh, division. (laughs) I need it. All right. That's all all for me. this episode for my playlist on there so sorry to disappoint maybe i'll play my playstation vr and talk about it <laughs> wow vr2 actually i have a game plan for that so it will come to fruition i promise well, we could uh
2: we could always play fate fate
1: farm fate farm oh wow yeah
2: fire up your uh fire up your uh uh switch I can play that oh no you don't have a switch multiplayer account anymore never mind oh well,
1: am my uh F zero ninety nine might entice me. You there you know. go. I'll play Faith Farm with you. You play F 99 with me.
2: How about I? Uh, how about I do a family? A family? A family account. There you go. Share it.
1: Kick it down. Kick it down. There you next. go. I,
2: I get a family account. We can share it, Joe. It's about... a
1: family affair.
2: Okay, no more. Okay. Transition, cab. Transition. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh.
0: <laughs> All right, folks. With that said. The uh, melodious tones of jabroni <laughs> having been displayed. We're going to move <laughs> on to our next topic on our docket. That is the main event. All right, Dez. I'm going to pass the mic to you for our main event, buddy.
2: All righty. So for tonight's main event, or this, this episode's main event, we have a very fun little uh one little question and i think this is probably gonna hit some of you a little bit a little bit in the feels depending on your uh, nostalgia how, how strong your nostalgia is but the question is who is your favorite villain uh from a video game and why that could be a series it could be um one one-off um, but yeah, we want to talk about villains. Uh, it is it is October, so that's super spooky month, and it's a time for you know villains and to shine. So I'm gonna start off and say one of my favorite ones is um, Doctor Eggman um, from the Sonic franchise. I love Doctor Eggman. I think he is, you know, he's one of those guys that um, you look at. And you're like, he looks dastardly, but he doesn't look all that, um, like, menacing. You know, he's not he, – he's no Dr. Wiley, you know, is, is what I'm going to say. Because Dr. Wiley looks scary. Like, Dr. Wiley in his lab coat looks like someone who will do nasty things to you. Um, Eggman just likes – probably eat your omelet and then run away during breakfast, you know. But But, yeah, <laughs> I, I've always been a fan of Dr. Eggman. I just – his I loved his color scheme with the red and the black, uh, and the goggles and the mustache. Um, I think Root uh from Minions and you know Despicable Me stole his look. If you really want get, to get get down to brass tacks, I think that um he was instrumental in in Sonic being so so much fun given all the different stuff that he that he has um i think the second a second runner up would be dr wiley um because i think his longevity in the megaman series is just as just as uh long and and sorted as eggman's i think they're both for me they're both kind of tied as this really kind of classic quintessential mad scientist fighting um fighting like the the protagonist you know and and even though they've changed them up a couple uh, a couple times i don't think either of them have ever uh done a heel turn like bowser that's why i i can't put bowser in in my number one or number two or number three slot only because um they make him such an anti-hero nowadays and you know you and you can play as him and stuff like that and then the and in the Mega Man and Sonic games you can't play as Eggman so he he is just like a villain a villain's villain um and and they they all they both deal with technology and they both i don't know they 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 just both have really uh for me have very iconic uh silhouettes you, you know with the with Dr. Wily's um big super Uh, He's like balding with those giant like wings off of his ears. And you have Eggman with the giant red mustache coming out from under his nose. Just really fantastic, uh, classic, classic villains that just I don't know. They just they just make whenever I see them, they just make me smile. So so that's for me. Those two are probably my my most favorite villains Um, with Eggman. um, Just just um nudging out wiley for for the number one spot so i'm gonna get good over to joe joe who is uh your favorite villain from a video game and why
1: uh the villain i love the hate and this is probably going to go back a ways for me and uh, this is going to be Dark Falls from the Phantasy Star series, so... Wow! Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much it's like this like big, gigantic monster, like a personification of, of evil itself, but uh, just remember playing, because Phantasy Star 1 on the Sega Master System was my first JRPG. It wasn't like a lot of people's first uh, jrpg was like dragon warrior or uh, final fantasy or you know if you were born a little later maybe final fantasy 7 on there but for me fantasy star was the original Who for me and uh, i played fantasy star 1 for months doing some like you know graph paper and uh, drawing out maps and that kind of thing but the thing about the fantasy star series is that Dark Falls is always maintained as being the final villain in all the games in the series between Fantasy Star 1 and 2, 3, and 4 on there. And I played all four of those games to completion on there. And then he was also brought forth in the Fantasy Star Portable series, which I played quite a bit. And then also my favorite game of all time, which is the Dreamcast-esque Fantasy Star Online on here. So, yeah, he was... the Villain at the end of episode one. And I know I've fought him numerous times playing PSO back in the day on there. So, so it probably would say over the years, I mean, it's like one of my favorite game series of all time is Phantasy Star. And uh, definitely Dark Falls has that, like, kind of uh, iconic nature a bit for me. So,
2: oh, I'm very surprised that it's Dark Falls. I thought it would have been either someone from the, the main character from uh, the division uh, or. It would have been um, Omnigal, you know how, how many times we had to we had to silence her screams.
1: Oh, I know, but Omnigul I mean, she's not like a main boss. She's like uh, one of the like you know stage bosses or whatnot. Yeah. You but we
2: we fought her so many times.
1: Yeah, from That's Destiny, cool. the you know Destiny one and two. I mean, Omnigal is definitely noteworthy. Uh, Crota, because yeah, me. Um, you yeah. and Kev like, fought Crota so many times. I know Crota's back in Destiny 2 right now on there, but... Uh, Crota. Oh, Lord. Yeah. They, they have that quest finally built in. I guess they went back to that, so, you know. Or um I'm trying to think of the, the boss that... At, it's at the end of the Mars expedition, you know. I'm, I'm trying to remember. like That one that I super-cheesed a few times by uh... hanging up at the ceiling,
2: so... Oh, the uh, the General. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Uh, I can't remember his name, though. Yeah. But yeah, we cheesed the crap out of those. <laughs> That's funny.
1: Yeah. As far as my... Uh, you, like, kind of fell flat. I mean, uh, yeah, Far Cry is known... The series is known for, like, iconic mm-hmm. villains. And the only Far Cry I've ever finished to completion uh, was Far Cry 4. And, uh, you know, Pig and Min was, like, kind of you know, this crazy-ass Thailand-esque villain on here, but at the end, the ending was kind of just kind of flat. So, and I f- kind of felt that uh, the whole thing was, uh, you know, at the end was not that, that w- was cracked up to be. I'm kind of curious to finish like an end of a, another Far Cry game, maybe five or six, to see if, uh, you know, maybe those will kind of, speak to me. I know a lot of people say Far Cry 3 has the best villain out of, of all the games in the series, but That's
2: know. uh Mountain Montenegro.
1: You got it, yeah.
2: Yeah, so, everyone says that he's he's pretty good. Well, a lot of the lists that I that I looked at has him listed pretty high given given a lot of his monologues and and the stuff that he said, you know, and the yeah. stuff that he did and his motivations in in the Far in that in that game. Yeah, part of me wants to go back and actually play that game because I think I think the three and four were the heydays for the Far Cry series. Um, granted, I haven't played six, um, so I don't know, but I was not really all that jazzed with uh, the villains in uh, Far Cry 5. I was kind of like, eh, it was, they, they were kind of boring. So,
1: Oh, the uh, cult leader, just Seed, yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I
2: was not really into the whole cult thing and... A lot of a lot of the stuff that I got and the, and the three other villains that was like the one that I spent the most time with, and I just wasn't all that you know excited by it. it was just like, whatever.
1: So, I'll give an honorable mention to the Inabina Commando. I mean, <laughs> Robo Hitler. I mean, it's like
2: yeah. Know. Or uh, or the one like the 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 one politician at the end of uh uh Metal Gear Raiden or whatever, who has the, you know, he looks like um george bush but he has like w the young one and he like has the big robot and, he's, and he has to fight him and he's all like super tank roided out and stuff so that was kind of funny yeah but, but uh but yeah that's uh, i definitely have to agree with you on um on aftershock sorry that aftershock on uh,
1: uh, a far-, far cry yeah. And Handsome Jack is honorable mention for me too from yeah. Borderlands too. So.
2: Yeah. But I I liked Handsome Jack because of of how he of, of of much of how he antagonized you when you were playing, you know, Borderlands too. Like he was constantly just like in your ear Trippin'. being a being an ass and you're just like, "Ugh." So so he just I think he, everyone liked him because of how much he graded on everybody, you know, and his and his kind of like stupid one-liners and stuff and you just you just wanted to just kill that guy (laughs) so but um so kev uh what do you what what is your uh uh favorite who is your favorite villain
0: so um i had to do some thinking i had to do some quick googling while you guys were talking because lately my mind has been like a like a like a pail with a with a hole in the bottom of it Everything leaks out of it. So the villains that I would like to mention are in games that I don't think you guys have played yet, and to really go into detail about them would be major spoilers. So uh, I was going to mention the main villain in in uh, God of War Ragnarok, and I was going to mention the villain in Final Fantasy Sixteen. And to go into those two would be major spoilers, so I'm going to pass. So on those two, but the, I think I'm going to mention the villain in Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, who was the senator. I don't know if either of you guys yeah, played I think that game.
2: Yeah, I think that was the guy that I was talking about, who has, who's like super, uh, he gets super yoked or something at the end okay okay yeah that's okay. the guy i was talking about sorry
0: oh that's the guy you were talking about yeah. okay so yeah i'm sorry like i said i I had to search the googles because i i couldn't and that's really the only other one i would mention would be azel from god hand
1: oh uh, wow and I I him, um him the, forever.
0: the primary reason for him is because he looks like, uh, uh, John, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Kennedy from uh, resident oh. evil. Okay. And, <laughs> and I just thought that was just really, it was really weird. He is like, I think he was like the only, the only member of, uh, that demon group. That was a human that, that, traded in his humanity for power he had like the devil hand uh as opposed to uh, gene who has who has the God hand uh but he he's basically you know uh Kennedy from Resident Evil looks like him has the same hairstyle has the same body build moves around, walks like him it, you know when he when he's just doing like regular walking He's just got like a bunch of tattoos, and he's like uh, grunged out. But but he's uh but yeah he, he's he's Kennedy from, from Resident
2: Evil. Yeah, I going to play God Hand again. I gotta find that emulated somewhere. That game was fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So those are really the only ones that stand out, aside from the villains in uh, God of War and Final Fantasy. Um, no Sephiroth. I I no nah, not really because I only play, I never played through the original Final, F- Final Fantasy to get to Sephiroth. I got killed by the uh the doctor, the scientist uh who is the the last boss you get to before you fight Sephiroth in the original game.
2: Oh wow, okay.
0: So I don't really I don't really want to use, like, Sephiroth is, like, the easy card, yeah, but true. I'm not really into Final Fantasy like that. Like, if you ask me what happened, I really couldn't tell you, because I, I do know that, you know, it's about Cloud and uh, trying to stop Sephiroth, who's, you know, trying to destroy the planet because of the... The, the magic power being drained out of it by uh, that the evil organization. I know, like, the basics of it, but I don't know, like, the back, 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 back story because I didn't play Final Fantasy seven twelve 12 times, 15 times, like, people who are really, really into it. So I really couldn't. I, I Sephiroth would be, you know okay yeah he's a he's a cool looking villain with a really long sword that's that's really all I could tell you about him. I could tell you more about a little bit more about him f- from the remake because I did play and finish that one um but technically you know people oh that's not the real stuff because if you didn't play it in the original you know you know uh-huh. so i didn't I didn't want to get all into that so <laughs>
2: Yeah the hell with that. Like <laughs> yeah. if you're playing it now, that
0: counts. Yeah, but it it's like um I don't know, man, it's weird. It, uh, some of these characters and some of these in some of these games, it's like if you say something about them that is, that is, oh, it, 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 it's like you've insulted a family member, you you called them mama ugly or something like that. So it's like, <laughs> and, and to be honest, because it's been so long since I played uh, the, the first remake, uh, I started a, a replay, but did not continue it because I got distracted by other stuff. Uh, to really go into detail, I know I'd be leaving a lot of stuff out. So yeah i i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to mention mention Sephiroth and then this matchup so um, i guess i will just go with Azel <laughs> from Godhand just because he looks like Kennedy and beating up Kennedy is fun because and i'm sorry in Resident Evil Four Kennedy was kind of dumb
1: Leon Kennedy
0: he, Leon Kennedy yeah yeah Leon was dumb he's he's not he's not um, Chris Redfield stupid? Chris Redfield is stupid. That man is a fool. But, <laughs> but Leon is just dumb in Resident Evil 4. He does some stuff. Uh, he does some stuff and says some stuff in RE4 that I I just kind of associate with them trying to be campy and and you know, kind of like grind grindhouse campy. But it just doesn't come off that way. It, he he's just so, he's just like dumb because he doesn't know any better type dumb, you know.
2: So, so <laughs> That's the worst kind of dumb. <laughs> Yeesh. Wow.
1: I
0: mean, like, I like like okay. Case in point, this is an old ass game, but whatever. So like in Resident Evil Four, he's he. He is actually in the same room with the villain, the guy, the the person that kidnapped the president's daughter. Right. You know, uh, uh, I forget I was about to say the dude's name. I can't remember. But instead of actually dealing with the man, dealing with the problem, you know, taking him out, getting the president's daughter and just being done with it. He goes and he has this philosophical discussion with the dude that lasts for like it's like a like a three minute cut scene. And I'm like, you know, this is the villain, right? It's like this is the dude that you've been sent to deal with. This is the dude that kidnapped the president's daughter, and you're trying to have this what what basically sounded like a a, ha- a high school level debate club debate about the morals and ethics of uh, of what this guy was doing. I was like, this man is crazy. You're not going to be able to. Yeah, <laughs> just just put a bullet in his head and be done. Yeah,
2: with it Complete the mission, sir. Let's go. Yeah. So that's why that that that's why I bitched
0: that it is just uh, yeah. It sounds,
2: it sounds. I don't know silly. how
0: Leon became like the 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 sweetheart of the Resident Evil series in in so many people's eyes. I mean, I, he's a cool character, maybe aesthetically, but. the way he's written is like i'm like
2: yo it's not very deep no he's he's Uh just
0: dumb he's just he's he's just dumb for no he's dumb for no reason chris is stupid because he knows better
1: Mm. you know
0: i do you
2: know but
0: anyway you're gonna get me into a resident evil discussion
1: all right
2: so for the second I have one more part of this game because I, I know there's one there. There's a couple of villains that we haven't spoken to. And that's because it's, this is all of gaming, but what's your favorite who's, or who's your favorite fighting game villain? Like super, super, super like a uh, fighting game villain. And I'll start it off and I'll say that mine, and it's always been because I love the series has always been, and will forever be Geese Howard just something about that guy's fighting and just about who he is and, and all the history with the fatal fury franchise. Like I know he's not the most iconic fighting, uh fighting game villain, but I just something about him and, and his evil organization and then his ties to Terry and rock Howard and how Terry you know took his son under his wing, and just just all of that you know just makes for for good, solid um storytelling, you know and i and I would venture to say that uh bison in bison um would have been a top choice. If not for all of the crazy like psycho power stuff and the and all of the craziness they did for him that that made him even even like crazier you know in in the in in the subsequent games i I think bison just got a little too too big and a lot of the just a lot of the street fighter main villains. Were just so weird. I mean, they're not as weird as the, or 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 crazy as the Mortal Kombat, you know, villains. They're they're a whole new, they're they're like a whole separate category of of villains because like everyone in that series can be technically a villain if you think about it. But um, but yeah, my favorite all time fighting game villain has to be, Geese Howard, uh, hands down, fantastic. Um, Joe, who is your favorite fighting game villain? And why?
1: Uh, well, just because of the overpowered OG, f- cheap all. Don't don't take it out. Uh, Omega Rugal from the King of Fighters series. No, so,
2: no, I was mm. I was not gonna say him just because of how how just re- ridiculous that character was. It's yeah. like, come on,
1: come uh, on. <laughs> with the honorable mention to Amakusa from Samurai Showdown too. So, I mean. uh,
2: yeah, but he wasn't as bad. No, you know, no, as, not as bad as, as Mega Rugal. Rugal. Yeah, Rugal. He, he was dumb, like dumb. <laughs> I legit stopped playing. I was like, you know what? I I, I will literally just play you, Joe, You know, because I can whoop your ass. But you know, like, <laughs> Rock mm, the whole
1: I don't know about shit. that anymore, God. sir. Get out of here. Get out. Oh, crash man. out of here. <laughs> wow. Pay my teppanyaki. Damn ass bastard. <laughs> <laughs> okay
2: kev who's your uh who's your favorite uh fighting a villain
0: uh it's probably gonna be geese as well hands down it's,
2: isn't he fantastic
0: yeah it, especially when you find out like he basically killed if I'm remembering the lore correctly, he basically killed Terry andy's dad just because he yeah. beat him in a fighting match. Like it wasn't even it wasn't even that serious. It was just like maybe a, like a tournament or something like that, but he just got so bitter and so mad that he wound up killing the dude. Yep. And I'm like I'm like wow. He's yeah. also one, probably one of the best well-written... I mean, you kind of have to dig into the lore. I, I kind of did that because, you know, it's it's no secret. I like Fatal Fury better than Street Fighter. The characters and all that stuff always have, probably always will. You know, it is what it is. But um, Geese is also, like, super manipulative. Because yeah. you don't find this out until you play through, like, all of the characters in mark of the wolves his his wife who is uh Cain's sister she's more ruthless than geese she's not she's also dead but you don't find that out until i think if you beat cain with uh and you have to get like the true ending when you beat cain with uh terry And you get another piece of it when you beat him with Rock, and there's another character that you get, like, the whole, like, level of it. It's like, Geese was, like, in a way, he was kind of like the figurehead of that crime syndicate in Southtown. They tried to paint it off like, like, like I know it was Krauser was supposed to be, like, the power behind Uh, geese. But I could never really feel Krauser like like that. He was just like this dude with armor and whatnot. But when you finish Mark of the Wolves, it was actually um, Rock's mother who is related to Wolfgang Krauser from that side, you know, of the whatever power it is that they that they manipulate to get their their wealth from. And Geese is just, like, he was just smart enough to manipulate a more powerful person into being his wife. I mean, so that kind of tells you something about the dude's uh, manip- manipulative skills, if nothing else. And, like, Rock was supposed to be the culmination of the, the those two powers together, uh, but, you know... Terry killed Terry <laughs> handle <him>. business yeah. <laughs>
1: before, oh, <laughs>
0: before that could be uh rock I'm um, before rock uh, got quote unquote corrupted by his um uh, his teachings so to speak so
1: well you know Terry tried to grab geese before, yeah I know I know uh, he but I mean at the end of the day
0: Terry killed him because he yeah. couldn't pull, couldn't pull him up so uh, is not that he meant to.
1: Eye for an eye, though. You know. Quote, but
0: yeah. you know, it's like. He no, kill, killed top
1: his top dad in front of both him and Andy. And Andy. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So it's like, nah, bro, you're going to fall. So and I think in. um I know in one of the Fatal Furies, that scene is depicted where Geese like slaps Terry's hand away and just falls
1: laughing. Yeah, it's real bout. That's
0: yeah, it's real Okay. In mm-hmm. real bout, but yeah, at the end of the day, uh, it was his fight with Terry that you know Terry took him out and uh, wound up kind of taking the kid under his wing, but there's just so much other depth and kind of my um my uh secret uh, conspiracy theory is that Rock's mother is going to be playable in in Mark of the Wolves in the next in this next game uh that'd be
2: amazing that
0: would i think that would be a major deep cut if uh, she were a playable character
2: I, I and, would, and
0: even maybe yeah. the main villain in the game because to be more ruthless than geese
1: it's isn't it the city of the wolves i think or something
2: city of the wolves yeah i'm here for it yeah. I'm here for it so all right guys uh thank you so much for for having this discussion uh regarding your favorite uh villains from video game and your favorite villain from a fighting game so you listeners out there please feel free to uh go to our discord flood it you know with your with your comments about your favorite villains uh from video games and your favorite villain from a fighting game i wanted to do both because i know some of our listeners are not you know big into fighting games but i know that uh we are on the show so i wanted to be able to give both both of us you know all, both you know camps uh, the, the ability to um, to put in their uh, their two cents because we love hearing back from you and just know that uh, your comments we, we will respond to on our next episode uh, which will be uh, 224 uh, we'll talk about it during our vessel line so if you're wondering how you could be a part of our discord wait until the end and um, kev We'll definitely let you know. So, you know what follows the main event and the vessel line. It's the Jabroni Gaming News.
1: All right. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, sir. All right. So, first topic on the docket is about Sony Interactive Entertainment. So, lo and behold, the... um, CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment's Jim Ryan is announced that he is going to be retiring in March of 2024. Say it
2: isn't
1: so nearly 30 years with the PlayStation business. You know, I think uh, they got a statement basically from him because he lives in Europe, he's a European man. Of, you know, I think he uh, lives in the UK or in Europe, either one or the other. But he basically was spending like one week of the month in europe two weeks of the month in america and one month one week uh the month in japan so literally he was like basically flying around the globe (laughs) um for this entire time that he was ceo and he probably just he basically said that he couldn't parse all the travel he had to do to maintain the position that he was in so 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 there are some statements from you know, Sony themselves, uh, but they stated that um, that they had the Sony Group's Corporation uh, CEO Kineshiro Yoshida is going to t- temporarily take over the CEO position for C- uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment on there and he's going to work to help transition uh, from Jim Ryan so he could retire in peace on there so and so a lot of people online were kind of surmising you know that uh in a way they're happy that Jim Ryan is going away and a lot of it has to do with the fact that some people don't like the current direction uh that the Sony's been going in for these last few years on there um they talk about of course like some people hated uh, Jim Ryan because of the fact that uh you know there's a been a focus on PlayStation's part to Move into like live service games, which you know we haven't seen much from Sony yet on that initiative internally on there. And uh, who's to say that they they might pivot properly over to live service titles on here? I know a lot of them. I mean, their bread and butter has been you know single player narrative games. And uh, I, in a way, wish that Sony would continue to do what they do and do well, and then also pivot to do live service if they want to do live service on the side, but. You know, we've seen like stuff like, you know, Destruction All-Stars and their dips into that realm is that the uh, kind of the guiding line as far as when a game is a hit or a bomb is just so slight with the live service titles themselves. You know, either you're going to be in the penthouse or the outhouse usually with those type of titles on there so you know some people are kind of glad he's on his way out they're thinking that because of the fact that he's on his way out maybe there'll be a change in vision possibly with the playstation moving forward so yeah for me personally as far as him leaving i mean i mean i i I really don't know what goes behind the scenes you know i could study all the ftc um documents that leaked or whatnot you know But who's to say who's really steering the ship in this situation? It's not just Jim Ryan. There has to be other uh, leaders at play if need be on there. So, you know, I'll just kind of just hope for the best and see what happens and kind of go from there. I'm not one to sit here and put uh, Jim Ryan on the pedestal or Phil Spencer on the pedestal. I'll leave that to (laughs) fans of their uh, said consoles, uh, quote unquote, you know, it's like. You know, but I kind of wish to man well. I mean, I, I, for me, if I had to travel for my job and had to be, you know, basically at home one, one week out of the month, <laughs> I, I'm making tons of money. But it's like, uh, uh, uh. I don't know how you guys feel about it, Kev. What's your opinion about Jim Ryan uh, hitting the dusty trails? I mean, he's an old
0: rich guy who's had enough. Which means he looked at his bank account, talked to his his accountants, and he said, "Yeah, I'm done." Pretty much. I mean, that's really what it that's really what it boils down to. Um, I I don't know the man. I mean, I'm uh, I will say that he has at least whether he has actually instituted the programs or whether how much that was his predecessor. How much of that was him uh probably the majority of it was him because you know i would imagine it probably for a, what's the turnaround from from quote-unquote vision what would that be you know i would I imagine it'd be a certain number of years before you start to see you know the fruits of the new quote-unquote vision when you're dealing with a company as big as uh playstation um you know he's made a ton of money. He's done good because every time they release numbers, they're breaking records from their previous generation at that previous point in time in the year. So uh, he's been doing he's been doing great as an end user. Uh, while I don't know or care about the goings on in the courtroom in the courtroom or the uh, boardroom. All I know is I'm playing some of the best games I've ever played in my life on the PlayStation platform, and that's all that really matters to me so as long as the next person can continue that path, uh, we don't have a problem and yeah. uh, he's put in his he's put in his work he's done his job I know that the going the 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 bot conspiracy of the day is that uh, Ryan has been fired, which it's like, okay, why? If, if let's say he was fired, okay, he's he's led the PlayStation brand to its most lucrative period ever. Is that really why you fire somebody? Mm, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like to me someone needs to go back and play some games where yeah. they have games to go play versus worrying about these uh, console wars and CEO and the inner yeah, workings yeah. Of, of said I, I, company. So.
0: Exactly. I will say one thing. I don't want the PlayStation equivalent of a Phil Spencer. I don't. I don't. I. I and I'm going to I said this not too long ago. I'm going to say it again. I do not understand this cult of CEO that is going on. And I'll just say it in the Xbox community right now. It's like, I'm not, I'm not really interested in playing Xbox games. I'm more interested in playing Phil Spencer. They care anything that this, that's, that spills out of this man's mouth is, is it's as if it's the gospel. Whether it's benefiting you and whether you feel that it's benefiting you as a end user of the Xbox product or not, I don't understand that. And I hope that the board of directors, who I would just assume would be critical in making the decision for the next CEO to step into Ryan's shoes, I hope they're not looking for a relatable person. I hope they're not looking for a quote unquote man of the man of the people or man of the gamer. I don't want another Phil Spencer. I don't want this dude constantly yapping, saying stupid shit. I just want him working on getting me good games, which I feel that Jim Ryan has done for the most part that's what I want out of the CEO. I don't want him I don't want him constantly xing or tweeting or whatever you want to call it these days. Uh I don't want him constantly sitting down and uh on the, you know, the equivalent of you know, uh, uh some, of some Xbox show talking about woe is me, how terrible I am and, you know, all oh, we can't win uh, against xbox because they're just too far ahead I, I i'm i'm not interested in hearing your corporate your corporate sob story because you're probably making you know seven seven to eight figures and
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and
0: i i don't care i just want you to give me some i just want you to continue to to Make this platform as good as it can be by providing me the games that I want to play, and that's really all I need from the next CEO as well.
2: Yeah, I think that's basically what's what's going to be what's going to be happening. Like it, it, it's the end of of an era. Anyone who's been there for that long um, has, you know, has already influenced a lot of of what folks have been playing, um, and so far it's been in my opinion it's been really good so i just hope that they're they're able to you know if they promote from within it's someone that you know continues on with that with that vision and i agree with you kev i don't i really don't i really don't want a a a sony figurehead like you know um uh, like we got over on uh, on Xbox. Just
0: don't the, need another Uncle Phil. Yeah,
2: you know? just well, I'm just saying, just let the let the games pick for themselves, you know. Let the sales speak, and just focus on focus on the games. So, you know, it seems like this man has earned his has earned his retirement. He's not like he's he's definitely you know not gonna have to be hurting for any for anything for the rest of his life, you know, whatever. And um, I say you know on to the next one you know and let's and let's, let's keep making these good games so
1: mm-hmm.
2: that's all i can say about that you know bye
1: <laughs> we'll see what happens i'm just hoping for the best we'll see what happens you know with the next few years you know we're kind of wondering beyond like wolverine and a few other things that have been announced we haven't really gotten the next like uh mainline like uh, Last of Us I know they've been kind of working on a multiplayer uh, game on there and so I'm just hoping everything that all these teams have been working on Sony Band you know um, as far as all the teams within Sony that uh, everything's coming up Naughty Dog of course you know and uh, Insomniac and whatnot that then we'll see what's what's the future of playstation we'll see if it's a bunch of you know free-to-play service games i from... don't think that's gonna happen
2: like i yeah. really i really don't think that that's gonna happen given like if you if if they've been paying attention to what's been going on over at at you know at their competitors well yeah. then i i i think it should be business as usual you know i hope you I hope know so, too, yeah. so
0: well i mean i mean gas is going to be an element Oh, always. But I don't think it's going to be the primary the the primary ingredient in the mix. Um, I agree. And I, and I think there was some... Re- either I can't remember if it was Ryan or another uh, Sony executive uh, made comments as such that their narrative, single-player narrative, is still going to remain their focus at their first-party studios, but they are going to be investigating... The uh, profits, the potential profits of gas that I mean, I think that's the primary reason they purchased Bungie, because their success with the Destiny series, like it or not, uh, those people know how to make a successful gas game. They do. And I think if that is going to be an element in your repertoire. Then you've got the right team to maybe supervise the gas games that are in under development if exclusively by your first or second party uh content makers so yeah but i don't think they're i don't think they're walking away from from single player narrative now the one thing i will say is that i don't want this i don't want playstation to be a uh, horizon, Forbidden West, and Last of Us Factory. Either, um, I don't want the next the next Naughty Dog game. I don't want it to be uh, Last of Us Three. I don't. Uh, I don't want the next Guerrilla game to be the, the you know uh, Horizon the the another Horizon Forbidden West. I don't. It's not that I don't like those games. I do. I think they're fantastic. But I want to see what they can do with a new IP, a new world, new play, new gameplay mechanics, new environments, um, new stories. I want to see that come through as well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I don't want, you know, just like you got uh, Halo Gears and Forza on one side, I don't want, you know, Last of Us Horizon and... Uh, got a war I guess got a war on on this side consistently so um yeah I, I I I do want to see more variety in in that single player content
1: Let's see what happens so All right and then other news uh Xbox uh they did uh, attend the Tokyo Game Show so Phil Spencer uh, attended, along with Sarah Vaughn on here, and they did have a lot of interviews going back and forth. Uh, In the interview with Game Watch, uh, Spencer was asked if Xbox would eventually get uniquely Japanese AAA titles, such as Lost Odyssey or Blue Dragon, instead of just getting Xbox versions of Japanese games also on PlayStation or Switch. Um, And basically, uh, when he was asked, he said, not at all. I think you can't expect that. (laughs) In fact, we released Hi-Fi Rush in January 2023. It might not have been a major title like Blue Dragon, but it was certainly high quality. There are also Japanese game creators who are part of Microsoft Game Studios. And while there are titles we can't announce yet, we are currently developing new games in collaboration with Japanese companies. Uh, With further growth, including first-party and third-party, I believe he could look forward to the arrival of even more Japanese titles in the future. Now, did he uh, say that he was bringing AAA titles to the Xbox exclusively? Mm, You know, he's setting up expectations, but uh, we'll see if... They can kind of deliver on them, at least. As far as what was shown during the Tokyo Game Show digital broadcast for Xbox, they did announce a number of games that will be released on Games Pass uh, day and date. That includes Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy is coming, which has already been out on there. So uh, also they have uh, Minico's Night Market, which is a new game uh, coming out, uh, basically out on Series X and S Xbox One and Windows PC on Games Pass on October 26th. That game's also coming out for other platforms, including Steam, PlayStation, and Switch. On here, and of course, the other games we knew about, which would be Persona 5 Tactica, Persona 3 Reload, and of course, Sega's on that uh, Microsoft Game Pass nipple. Uh, they also announced uh, Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, and Like a Dragon Ishin uh, will join. Uh, Games Pass on here. So the um, Like a Dragon game that came out earlier this year, the Samurai uh, one, basically is coming out um, later. It's uh, being uh, released there. And then they also announced that Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Yakuza basically, <laughs> is also going to be on the Games Pass uh, day and date as well. So. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, Iuden Chronicle 100 Heroes, which is the spiritual successor to the Sudikin series, was previously announced as being day one on Games Pass, and it's still uh, going to be as well. So so we'll have to see uh, what comes about with Xbox and promising Japanese AAA content, exclusive content. I think if they want exclusive content, they're going to have to pay for it, you know, by itself. And... uh, one thing that you know might be a secret weapon for them is that uh, you know Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey are both developed by Mistwalker. Mistwalker uh, has some you know uh, creators from Square Enix from you know back in the original Square Enix days on there that created both of those games, and they're still kind of doing games on their own on there. So and so they recently did a game. <laughs> not too long ago for apple arcade which a lot of people have been wanting to see ported over to other consoles called fantasia and so um you know that's basically sakaguchi and his crew over there And the sakaguchi happens to be one of the original developers of final fantasy and so yeah he's the one that developed both blue dragon and lost odyssey so you know if microsoft was going to invest in a company i would say that probably would be their best bet but you know, of course, during Tokyo Game Show as well, Capcom made a statement saying that, you know, if asked, if asked to be bought by Microsoft, they prefer to remain independent, <laughs> if I'll be so. I don't know why that was said, but you know, maybe a lot of people with their aluminum foils wanting to play. What's the next company that Microsoft wants to, you know, obtain or buy? You know, Sega released a similar statement, I think, three to four weeks ago as well. Talking about while well, they appreciate Microsoft's money, or I mean Microsoft's interest that they're <laughs> not interested in being purchased. So on there, so uh, that's basically is all that's occurred with uh, Phil and Sarah Vaughn's um, uh, you know appearance at the Tokyo Game Show. There was another um, conference too that Phil. Basically got on the mic and they're asking him questions and he made a comment that out of all the game series that, you know, he's dealt with in the past, since he's been with Xbox, he would love to do something new in the Mech Assault Mech Warrior space on there. So he, his comment says there's so much about that whole franchise that in some way was ahead of its time, it would be nice to go back and revisit. So that's where the statement is about that on there. Of course the original day one studios that developed that particular title went on to work on the World of Tanks franchise and they're just toiling toiling away making World of Tanks content. So so we'll a lot to see but um what's your guys' opinion of Microsoft saying that oh yeah we'll we'll bring triple A Japanese uh exclusives to our console?
2: Uh good for them. Um, I don't know if anyone's going to buy them, so it'll most likely be stuff that's going to go on game pass. Yeah. And I mean, I think that'll be something that'll, that'll bring new, new, um, new, uh, su- uh, uh, new, uh, sub- subscribers, but that's, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to see receipts. I don't know if, you know, they say, oh yeah, we'll, we'll do that. You know, we'll see if they actually deliver or not. If they deliver, I'd be happy, but. Well, Everybody I mean, they
0: will. We've already
1: seen what
0: the price tag on some of these games that they were considering trying to aqu- uh, acquire for Game Pass: two hundred fifty million for, I think it was uh, Jedi one, Survivor. Jedi Survivor. No, or was that three hundred million? I can't remember. Then, and like for Grand Theft Auto, they wanted something like fifteen million a month. Uh, something astronomically ridiculous here's here's the thing when you start looking at the um, that amount of money you might as well if you're going to spend that kind if you're going to spend that kind of cash for a game that's only going to be in game pass unless it's first party for a short amount of time it's not going to be there in 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 Right. It's not going to be there forever because it's not part of your your first party umbrella. Here's an idea. Why don't you just take that same amount of money and you start going to these companies and you say, hey, what are you guys what do you guys have on the planning board? Give us a pitch. Give us a pitch. Pitch something to us. And have them pitch it to you, and say, "Hey, how about making this exclusive for Xbox? If you're going to be spending that kind of money anyway for a game that's not going to be in your service uh, forever, why not just do that? And at least you, and maybe buy the rights to the IP if you feel if you feel it's going to be something great, and then you can." Sell it, put it on Game Pass, do whatever you want to with it. They don't have the install base that PlayStation does. And because they don't, they their only option they feel is, well, we just have to buy everybody. So the production can continue at that same rate, just under our own umbrella that we can then funnel into Game Pass and hope that we'll be able to to make up that investment in the long term. And that's it's. I just don't see it as sustainable. There's been documents that have been leaked out that it's not sustainable and that they're trying to figure out a way to make it sustainable. So, you know, when Phil said, you know, people say, well, if we, things would turn around if we just start making good games. It actually is the way you make things turn around you make good games and putting that kind of money into the development of said good games under your platform. That's the way you, you turn things around. How do we know? Because Sony did it with, during the PlayStation three area, moving into the PlayStation four era. That's exactly how they did it. You know,
1: so. That's the Xbox Minute for the Jabroni Gaming News, at least. So let's go and move on. So I want to talk about a couple of other things that kind of popped up. Uh, one was something that caught my eye. So there's a, a new free-to-play game coming out. Free-to-play usually is like, oh, my God, what the hell are you bringing up? A free-to-play game? But uh If you remember, we talked about during um, a previous uh, Sony showcase, they um, unveiled that game Phantom Blade Zero, you know, that crazy looking like kind of, you know, looks kind of like Sekiro, looks like Bloodborne a bit, you know, the medieval like uh, Japanese third, you know, third person ninja game that came out of the blue from China on here uh they have another game in that particular series that is coming out as free to play and it's called phantom blade executioners on here so and this game basically is a free to play side scrolling action rpg on here and it's very much inspired by of course it's just like the Fla- phantom blade zero trailer a lot of like a G- japanese folklore on there a lot of like uh you know it kind of looks like kung fu but more like you know just very stylized kind of reminds me from the screenshots at least a little bit of like a vanilla Wear game like uh, Miramasa. kind of reminds me of a little bit so kind of caught my eye with the art style i think the art style looks fantastic so so basically this game is coming out on november the 2nd It is coming out and you know Wipe that uh, mobile stank off of it because it is coming out for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, PC, via the Epic Game Store, iOS, and Android. So it's coming out for all five platforms on the same date on here. So uh, they basically said that the Phantom Blade Executioner's controls are, quote-unquote, intuitive and fun, but it won't be a Kickwalk. Imagine trying to control that on a, a mobile device. So, mm. we'll have to see. So, um, you know, uh, this says that there is uh, basically you could bring in a friendly ally via co op on there and be able to play together on here. So, I would say if you guys are interested, take a look at the trailer. I just like the art style and the look of it. Um, you know, I was kind of impressed um, by the game, at least uh, from uh, what the 3d game that they announced phantom blade zero. I I wish this was not a free to play game, but actually a paid game. I think, I think people would out would probably pay to play this game on here versus it being a mobile gotcha game. So we'll have to see how the uh, free to play mechanics are, if it's based on cosmetics or if it's like, you know, basically are your limited as far as the amount of time you could play each session. So, so we'll a lot to see as far as the you know free to play aspect of it. But the visuals look quite nice, so. Any interest from you, Kevin, on this or with the free to play, the mobile stank on it?
0: Yes, we got that free to play stank on it. It's my question is, where does the gotcha come in? Am I going to be are weapons going to be put behind a paywall that give me the good skills? Or the, you know that those skills that would make me uh, a little bit more competent later on in the game. If it's just you know what do you, what do they call that when it's the dress up? When well, there's a term that they call for it, I can't that that cosmetics. Term. Cosmetics. If it's just cosmetics, I guess that's one thing. But I have a feeling that a game like this, the gotcha element it's either gonna be skills or weapons or a combination of both. I just feel that. And if they're going to do that, then y'all can miss me with that. Because if I can't earn it in game, if I can't buy the game outright and have it be complete with all those things included, I'm not going to trickle trickle in money continuously just to feel that I'm making progress by in my skill tree. I just feel that this would be, that they would get, that would be the gotcha element, the skill tree, either the skill tree or the weapons, aside from the usual cosmetic stuff.
2: Yeah. And yeah. that sucks. Yeah, we need to know what the, how, how severe and how predatory the gotcha stuff is. If it's, if it's, you know, meh, then maybe, but if it's not, then no, nah, no, thank you. <laughs>
1: I'm looking on their Twitter account, uh, and so I'll let you guys know um, maybe next show if I find more information, I'll throw it into the news on there. Um, If you go to their X account, Twitter account, whatever you want to call (laughs) what Twitter is nowadays, uh, their account is at capital capital B, capital P, capital B, capital E, capital X underscore global, so so phantom blade executioners global on there and they do have a pre-register link on here so you could pre-register for the game on their website so we'll see if whatever goodies you might get on here uh if need be so and uh we'll kind of go from there i'll let you guys know uh next time exactly what this is about uh, as far as uh you know the gotcha if there's anything that's stated but uh their website too is very um, fleshed out, looks like here. So, and there's a lot of even stuff they have their um, soundtrack for the games. They have some like manga on the website as well. So, I'm translating into English at that. So, kind of cool. I'm just keeping an eye on the project. I'm hoping for the best. We'll see what happens. So, we'll definitely let you know on that. Now, there was some sad news. Um, this past week there's been a lot of layoffs on there including epic and sega did something interesting they basically went in and they canceled the game the game we have talked about on the jabroni gaming news previously the first person shooter hyenas from creative assembly got canceled on here and it's kind of a rare thing for an announced game that it was in, like, closed beta, uh, ready, almost ready to come out, that they just decided to say, nah, bro, not going to release this. Too bad, so sad. So, so you know, I was kind of eager to see what that game was all about. That was that zero-gravity game, uh, first-person shooter squad, like, a free-to-play game that uh, they have been working on for quite a bit of time, but uh, they basically said, nah, not coming out. So, hmm. they also went ahead and they canceled some other internal projects at that studio as well. So, I mean, that studio creative assembly has been basically cranking out a bunch of Total War games for the PC for quite a bit of time. And so, you know, they, they haven't really gotten the chance to do other things like, you know, when they've done other things, they've gotten some like, you know, good momentum, like between Alien Isolation on there and they also released a viking game back in the day for like uh 360 and ps3 if you remember that viking game that sega brought out must have been like 12 13 years ago now but uh kind of it was kind of similar to a like kind of god of war type you know title like old school god of war type title so on here but uh sad for sega you know Uh, i was kind of really curious why they were hitting with the all these like kind of niche european uh type software on there between that and sega is also involved in company of heroes football manager and a few other you know very european titles for whatever reason so but any thoughts on the cancellation of hyenas you guys are pretty much you did that free-to-play stank. got it
2: well i don't want i don't want to say it's like that free-to-play stuff it's just you gotta understand that if Something's going on if a free to play game is being that's literally pretty much close to close to being released as being is being shelved. Um, that makes me think that number one, maybe free to play isn't as viable as people are thinking it is, or there was some kind of um, something else that's that's happening that maybe we're not um, akin to or, or a. a, a where we're not, you know, abreast of, because I'm like, wow, like, this is just a little bit of, um, it's just interesting to me uh, that, because you're thinking that if you put make a free-to-play game, you're thinking that you're going to make back, you know, your investment. Um, but if they, they either must not have had uh, faith in the game or, or they're just kind of like, this is, it's, it's not, we don't think that we're going to make our cost back Fast enough to to like save people or something. I don't know. It's just it's just a very interesting, you know, rationale about what's going on, or, or as I'm trying to understand, you know, why it's happening. It's just, it's just interesting to me.
0: I think it could be summed up into in a couple of different, uh, uh, two words: Fortnite and Miho. Yeah. yeah. That, from what I hear, from what I've heard, uh well Fortnite is popular all over the world. And Miho has like is there like what is what's that uh What's that that game that everyone's talking about that Miho does? I think well, you guys Genshin played Impact. It. Yeah, Genshin yeah. Impact. They've got that other one that's coming out If it's not out already And they've also got some GTA looking
2: Honkai Skyrim uh, Yeah, Honkai
0: Skyrim re- Those rail things are yeah. blowing up in Europe And that's where everybody And that's where everybody's going I've also, you know Looking at looking at these characters Uh, They look like they've been slathered in bacon grease And rolled through the dirt It's like <laughs> I think people are just tired of that that grunge aesthetic, man. Uh, I, I I there's nothing really interesting about them. It's like they're trying to make these like Fortnite people with an edge, you know. And that art style is just, at least for me, just isn't hidden. And I think that's probably why they they decide to kill it. It, it it's like we're We're just getting swamped by other people that are all that are doing it big, namely Miho and Fortnite. And do we just cut our losses now? Or do we go on ahead and push this out and put more money behind it and lose more money when inevitably people just walk away?
2: Yeah, and they have to shut down the servers, they get don't get that money back. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe there's just too many free to play games right now, you know. And you would think that they're, you know, because it's free, they would have enough to go around, but maybe it's just the point of fact that there's just not enough hours in the day, you know, and not enough people who want to play it, you know. Yeah. And so maybe that's what's going on. Well, most of these games fail. Just oh, the, yeah. just
0: the free to play oh, yeah. model itself it's like prone to failure. Oh yeah. And only a a small number of free to play games uh make it. So I think they just they I think maybe Sega just had a a dose of reality hit them and it's like this ain't hitting. Ain't nobody going to play this or at least not enough people are going to play this. Um I looked at it, and, you know, I'm I'm for sure I'm not the FPS guy, but I really didn't see anything appealing about this game whatsoever. Uh, Genshin Impact is appealing, but its gameplay is just way too simple. That's why I don't play it. Otherwise, I probably would be playing it if it had a more complicated combat system. Or maybe, not complex is maybe the wrong word, but a more integral... Interesting. Interesting, integral, um, something along the lines of maybe a DMC um, type of system, but that's why, that's why I don't play it. Otherwise, I'd probably be playing that. But I think people are just tired of this as, this aesthetic, this hip, cool, you know, grunge looking, ugly character looking aesthetic that these games are doing right now uh to be honest i am too uh yeah. but i'm more interested in mechanics uh, uh when it comes to an action game uh, i can tolerate some weird looking ugly characters if the mechanics behind the game are solid and hold my attention but i think just folks are just kind of getting tired
1: well not the poor one out for hyenas and see what else Sega is going to be up to there posting a 14 billion dollar yen loss for the Ooh, There you go. Yeah. Yeah, 70 and 95 million US dollars uh, loss as far as basically uh, for all of this cancellation and shuttering down of projects at their their European division. So that's. a uh, quite a big bit of chunk of change there so then last but not least for the jabroni gaming news this week uh, there was a particular game that was announced this was initially announced on the japanese nintendo direct a few weeks ago we weren't sure as far as if it was being released in the u.s or not but uh, this is from spike spike chunsoft they have announced that Sharon the Wanderer, the mystery dungeon of Serpent Coil Island, is coming out in the West on February 27th. This is the sixth game in the in the Wanderer series on here. This is the original, like, roguelite game that came out back in Japan, back in the Super Famicom, Super Nintendo days. And so it is coming out. Uh, For the Switch, it has um, all the packaging and whatnot. Uh, It's going to be released, like I stated, on February 27th on here. The first print run will have an exclusive limited run sticker. Not limited run like limited run games, but with the uh, first pressing of the release on here. So on that so but uh yeah you know, i've played few a uh, few of the mystery dungeon games previously like even the pokemon mystery dungeon games are based on this series on here so i think uh this might be a good time on here any excitement for this des
2: um i never played the last one although i know uh the last one did really really uh well but um i don't know i'll have to check a little bit more out and see see what it is i never really got into the Monster, uh, or the dungeon monster kind of um, I never really got into that um, play though that that style genre, yeah, yeah, genre. Thank you. Um, but I'm interested, let's just say I'm interested. I don't know if I'm uh, gonna do anything with it or not, but I'm interested.
1: I'm interested too. I got the last game with Sherman the Wanderer* five, basically *Shirin the Wanderer*, the Tower of Fortune, and yeah. Dice of Fate. Yeah. On here, that's on a normal number of different platforms: Steam, Switch, on there, and uh, you know, a lot of people hold that game in pretty high regard as yeah, well. I'm familiar so, with
2: it, definitely familiar with it, but I'm not, I'm not sure about uh, picking it up yet.
1: Yeah, and it's like twenty bucks on Steam is probably about the same price on Switch, so. If need be, if you like that type of game, and it is coming, so, and that's all for the Gibraltar Gaming News this episode.
0: All right, thank you, sir, thank you, sir.
1: Game nights
0: take place every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday is the uh, day of the week, the evening of the week, rather, where we set aside time to Play games with those who are enjoying our show and are digging what's going on in our community and basically just whatever game that you have you post up in our discord if we have it we'll, if we don't have it we'll get it and if we have it we'll just set that time aside to play one of us one of us will uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll if we don't have the game we'll we'll get it i mean i i I bought that one game on PC. Uh, Balheim. That, Balheim. Balheim. I So I am a man of my word. <laughs> so we will do that. But it's just it, even if you're not if you're not gaming, just jump into the voice chat and just uh, interact with us. Just to shoot the crap, talk about your work week, whatever. I'm usually cooking or doing some other chore before I'm able to get to a con- get to a console to play. So if if I ever do, <laughs> so uh, you don't necessarily have to even be gaming to uh, have fun in the Discord chat. So you might be asking, well, how do I get into the Discord chat? Well, that's easy enough. Just hop into the app formerly known as Twitter. AKA X and go to at gaming vessels G A M I N G V E S S E L S. Click the Discord link and you're in. So there's no Patreon tier list to subscribe to, there's no waiting list to go through, there is no subs that you need to pay for to jump in. You just hit the link, just be a good person, likes talking about video games, and can do without the nonsense that typically happens on other social media platforms and I'm pretty sure you're going to have a really good time with what's going on there. We got daily news, we got uh, personal insights on video games, Uh, our our people that are in our community are posting what's going on with them. Uh, We have some PC gamers, we have some console gamers and everybody is just talking about what is floating their boat on, on their platforms of choice and it's just a really cool place to hang out and talk about gaming so if any of that sounds good to you i would highly encourage you to join us on our discord server so with that that's going to bring episode 223 to a close i want to thank you for rocking out with us so for dez aka the bay area terror aka the high res lover that's me A.K.A. the Cat Daddy, A.K.A. that Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, A.K.A. Jiboney Chief. Yeah, yeah. Might better know him as of, better know him as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar.
1: Damn yeah, that um, Best Buy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am shown Seventy One, A.K.A. Digadula Uh Purple bling bling, y'all. And we'll be back next time, episode two two four, for your ears. Peace.